0: Welcome to the fourth episode, Born in Trouble. I'm your host, John X, bringing you the real conversations. Tonight, we're light on staff. It's me and my boy, everyone, Mr. Grant Lancaster, owner of City Wings. 2896 West Grand Boulevard. Yes, yes, sir. The only free commercial that we have here. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know I was gonna get an applause. No, you always get applause, bro. You always get applause. <laughs> if people aren't familiar with with Grant, if you're a first time listener to the show, Grant is a Detroit firefighter, owner and entrepreneur, owner of City Wings, a popular spot that's right down the block from Motown in Detroit City. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right sir. on West, right on West Grand Boulevard. West Grand Boulevard. Yep, and if you've ever been there, if you've ever ever been to the city of Detroit, um, most people who have been to the city of Detroit have been to City Wings. So we have found out. You got a nice little reputation. How many years you been in business now, Grant? 12, it'll be
1: 13 in September.
0: Wow. That we've been
1: open. Wow! Yeah, that that we've been open to sell chicken. It'll be thirteen years in September. That's what's up. And it took us. It took us like. It took like a year and a half to build that piece, because we uh we leased the space and it was just a white box. Okay. So we had to put in. We had to like. We was in there with jackhammers and wet saws, and so every every like beam, every every stud, every piece of sheetrock My fingerprints are on everything in there.
0: That's what's up. Sometimes you got to go to. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, so. you got go to go extra mile if you want to be a entrepreneur today. You have to do the extra things that you know will make you profitable, and you know some people don't understand it. They're still trying to. They try to. I don't know. Get other people to do it, but I think that those <laughs> days are over, to a large extent. Unless yeah. you're going to pay for AI, right? Which is which is something that's possible, apparently,
1: right. Um, but yeah, if, if, I mean, you know, being, being a, being a mom and pop kind of store like we are, mm-hmm. you got to put that sweat equity in. If you don't, it'll, it'll never work. You know what I mean? It's it's hard to get somebody else to see your vision right. and to make it come, you know, to make it happen. So if you don't put that work in, you
0: probably ain't going to get it. Come to fruition. You know, I think it was a lot easier in past days to actually come back. We live in a country and a culture. Well, I wouldn't even say that. Let me just change that because where there's a will, there's a way. So if there's a will for someone to steal your ideas or your property, your intellectual property, your credit, your name, they're going to find a way to do it. You know, I was right. just, I was just reading something on the internet. I won't even. I'm not going to get into it. But I read something on the internet this weekend, and I was like, "Wow, that is not what happened." But it's like people taking people always um, try to step in and take credit for other things that other people have done, and that's kind of a part of our culture right now. It's a way mm-hmm. that it's the way that people are actually going about things. They actually want to. The um, hypocrisy is like incredible. With a lot of things We were having a conversation this week About something It was um about the women's basketball tournament That whole controversy right. you saw that What happened mm-hmm. with Bayou Barbie And everybody blowing up Yeah and, yeah yeah You know it, it was just stupid Because to me it's like If you don't play basketball You don't have no fucking voice in that conversation That's two competitors playing a game You know where was the racial element in that
1: but. Right.
0: Well, I I think that the bigger thing
1: was, um, you know, you you can't you can't fault somebody for expressing happiness in whatever way it, it it turns out. And I mean, I'm sure that there was a lot of shit talking on that court. Yeah, because exactly. we saw because we saw old girl, we saw old girl from was it Iowa? Iowa, yeah or whatever, where, yeah wherever she was from we saw old girl yeah we saw her giving a lot of people the business yeah
0: she yeah <laughs> like she before. was and you, you know, know what, I mean?
1: what she was she was giving a lot of people the business
0: you know what the good part about the but, game is that she was giving them the business on the court too in between the lines right oh absolutely you know yeah, yeah, no doubt yeah,
1: yeah 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 she yeah she was support she was supporting that that shit talking oh yeah no doubt no and doubt. It, but then but then really the the thing that that's significant to me is that she didn't say nothing nah you know what i mean like she 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 understood that it was just okay well she beat me so she get to she get to talk that shit i was doing the john cena so now
0: she get to do it to me so i mean you know turn about as fair play that's it she understands sportsmanship that's the reason why she's playing the game she understands sportsmanship she understands right. the game of basketball and if you've ever played basketball yeah. you know it's like to me. It's like I kind of laugh at my old days of playing basketball. I got people that are still mad at me for the number of times that I beat them up at Timmelon. You know they they still <laughs> they still they still don't give me my credit. I give myself my flowers. It don't matter because you know you say all those names, but remember who was pinning your shots up against the backboard, buddy? And it wasn't them, right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah I can... you might, you might, you might. You might have got me once or twice. I got a couple of people a lot of times, <laughs> and most and most importantly, most importantly, though, it was about to me. Whenever I play anything, and the same way it is with you, when you play anything, you're highly competitive. It's about winning, and when right. you're trying to win, sometimes yeah. you're talking that shit, and the shit that you talk, some of it is, most of it is really to get your opponent off of the game, off of their game, right. you know, and yeah, that's exactly, and that's part of the whole yeah, thing. Exactly. So it's like we have a we have people that were taking it making this like um game into something that was important to them that it wasn't about, which was race, right. you know, and they're trying to turn mm-hmm. it into something and that's kind of the way that they've done everything. Everything is it's, you know, snowflakes and censorship go together. All your books right. are being censored on on one point at one point and and well, the other point is, it's they're saying, like, um, you know, I don't want to see people in drag walking down the street. You know, you want to censor those people, but you want to also take away books like Tom Sawyer. You know, books like The Killer Mockingbird. Right. Now, why? Uh, wh- what is it, bro? You know. Are we just gonna you know, are we just a shooter society now are we just gonna shoot shoot them up bang bang is that what it's coming I mean, down it, to look people's
1: people's sensibilities are way too they're way too high man like you know there's no we we need we need more emotional maturity in the world
0: mm.
1: you know people people you know they they react to these things they have these emotions and they don't know how to Really deal with them, and I, I, you know, I think that might be something that needs to be taught. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm not really big on uh, like therapy in that. Mm-hmm. However, I do recognize that a lot of people in these days and times need therapy because Most people definitely. are not getting everything that they need at home. You know, communication is different. You know, with all this texting and everything, people are kind of in silos. Everybody's everybody's much more isolated than they once were. So there's really no no learning ground for, like, conflict resolution. Yeah. And if you're not learning how to resolve conflicts, that e- that emotion that it, that something brings is liable to just make you pop off like you're a seven-year-old.
0: Yeah, it's definitely... And I
1: mean, when you're a seven-year-old, that's it's kind of alright. But when, you a when you're a 37-year-old, it's not alright.
0: When you're a 25-year-old, it's not alright. You know, right before this right. show, I had a very... You know, I was um, very busy and work, working today and different things and you know, when I do that, I don't turn my TV on. I don't watch the news and everything. I'm not checking Facebook or Instagram or none of that. And just like around 730, I, I looked at Twitter feed for the first time today. And saw that there was a mass shooting today in Kentucky. Did you see that?
1: Yeah, I'm not even hip. I'm not even hip. Today was a whirlwind for me.
0: Right, that's what I'm saying. It's like they, were, they people get shot, man, when you don't even fucking know it and everything. You don't even know it. And it was like <laughs> right. yeah, and you don't even know it. It's crazy. How is that? And this dude, but I I was reading about it. It was a it was this time it was and it peep this, peep game. Um Kentucky, it was the um an employee is 25 years old. His father was a basketball coach at a local college for like 20 years. And the thing that struck me about it was that the father had actually quit his job as basketball coach at one point. When this young man who just gunned down 13 people, shot 13 people and killed five of them, right? He quit his job so he could spend more time with his son. So I'm like, yo, this is a kid who like he had the attention of his parents He had a leg up. He actually was smart enough to take a duals degree, master's degree at um, Alabama to one of those programs that's accelerated where he got his master's within like four or five years from starting school. And they told him that he was going to lose his job and he lost it. His answer to that first failure in life was to grab a shotgun and go and shoot people. Whereas before these lessons that, you know, the first time that you fail in life after all of that stuff. And that's major. It is a major thing for him to lose that job. But he's got a master's degree. You know, he can bounce back. Nobody's teaching these kids resiliency. They're teaching them. We're teaching them just to shoot people. So now he has no chance whatsoever, and then the crazy part about it is Grant Peep game, two miles away. At the same time, there was a shooting going on at a college where one other person lost their life, and I think like five other people got shot. Damn! Damn, they on a rampage. They're on a rampage in Kentucky. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if the coffee is bad or what.
1: So I, I just kind of, I just. Googled it. and uh, so this dude was twenty five years old. Twenty five years old, wow. that had his, his everything, same, bro. But but there you go, there you go. No 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 conflict management. Probably never played a sport. He
0: did. You know what I mean? His far No, he did. His father was. Oh, a he was a basketball player. He was a basketball, was a basketball coach. Player. His son. Now, what I can say, what I thought about it, like as far as him playing sports, was that he probably wasn't very good at it. And with his father being a coach, I'm sure it was kind of a little bit of a disappointment right. that he wasn't, right, right. like, you know, good. But that's just imagining a possible dynamic of what would cause this kid his angst. But even that isn't a bad thing. You know, he got through. He's yeah. He was blessed with intelligence. You don't always get to be the person that you want to be. You just are right. who you are. But that, that could that could be something, too.
1: You know what I mean? That that he was maybe he wasn't as good as you know his father wanted him to be, or something, or you know what I mean? Like it's a lot of a lot of ways that that can go too. But you know, conflict management, man, resolution, understanding how to how to deal with rejection. But in, in a world of participation trophies, how do you how do you learn how to deal with with, with uh, like setbacks? You know what I mean? If everything is if everything is just all right. If there's never anything that you can't do, how do you how do you deal with the first no? Right. You know what I mean? Like like at at some point these things have to come into into your life. And the later that they come in, the more dangerous those situations are going
0: to be. Right. How are you going to do deal with failure? You know, a lot of these I understand what I understand what's going on in this country to a large um extent because of the fact that you have a lot of parents who have basically pushed their kids forward. And they know that their kids aren't ready They're not ready for the real world They're not ready for failure Look at what happened with this kid He failed That's really the bottom line He failed and he didn't know how to handle it And what do they do now when these kids fail They say that they um, set them up to fail in another place You know, they're failing up This is a kid who's who's an example of what failing up does for you and what it does to you hmm. And what it does is It, uh, it makes you want to go out And grab a gun And shoot somebody Who may be able to Do the job that you can't do You know, it could very Possibly be just the situation With the markets right now You know, but if you're right. If you're going through life It's like One of the best pieces of advice See, bring it back to sports One of the best pieces of advice That I ever heard someone say A coach say to me He was like John, life is not a 50 yard dash. It's a marathon. Right. right. So you have to keep that in mind. And Mm -hmm. it, it kind of prepared me a lot of times. There are a lot of people out there in the world when people hate on you and people hate you. What they focus on is they focus on your failures. They focus on those last things as if that is your identifier or your quality and people are always going to judge you but you have to as a man recognize that that judgment is not the end you can't take that judgment to heart because you taking that judgment to heart is going to have you in a shootout with the police eventually so
1: I, I would i think that holding on to 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 losses as opposed to wins i think that's just kind of a human thing right so as a as a person who plays like poker Right. right if you ask a poker player he can tell you he can tell you like every significant hand that he lost mm. he can tell you that whole piece right. but a hand that he won is just you know okay yeah i won right you know what i mean but right. something uh, something that he lost that's all that's always more memorable and i, I like so like i say i think that's just human nature
0: but then, that we but, remember losses but then that goes to how you process that loss you know, exactly. do you process that loss as something to build upon, or do you process you it as something to actually, as a reason why you're never going to, you're never going to um, level up to that point? And that's the whole mental game in the United States of America with what goes on with black and white and with culture wars and all of the stuff that goes on. It's all about making you quit, making you give up, because if you lack initiative and you lack that. If you lack the initiative to start a city wings uh, 13 years ago Almost 13 years ago Then you're never going to be a threat to anything In the structure Right You know, so it's like part of what makes you good And we've seen a lot of the turning back of the clock In the United States We saw Tennessee try to turn back the clock A state that actually does have a John Exum Boulevard You know, they're, you know, very uh, Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's right You know, it's crazy um, I found that mm-hmm. out in college when I went on a date with this chick from Georgetown, and she pulled out her yearbook, and we were in her room later, and it said John Exon Boulevard. That was the street that her high school was on,
1: which is oh, crazy. I thought she was
0: going to say it was tattooed on her thigh or something. Uh, well, you know, we do tattooing <laughs> in many different ways, but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, You're gonna bring, You're gonna devolve The conversation You're gonna have me Start talking about Elon Musk early You saw what that Juvenile With that juvenile Ass did This guy is supposed no, To be which, a genius You didn't you, see it Nah What did he do he First he took the W off of the sign Of the Twitter sign out in front of their headquarters And then when the um, Owner of the building said That he couldn't do that He just covered it the same color as the background So it says Titter <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen yeah. You're your leaders These are your yeah. leaders Cause I'm
1: Cause I'm childish as hell, and
0: I got billions of dollars. Billions of dollar dollars. <laughs> so, so he's you out can't there. Tell me shit. He's out there racking up bodies at a um at a what's a what's the level? What's that cat? Mariah's ex husband. What's Mariah's ex husband? Oh, Tommy
1: Tommy Matalon.
0: No, not that one. The um, Nick Cannon. You know, oh, Nick, yeah, yeah. He puts up Nick Cannon numbers quietly. You didn't know that. Oh, in terms of women, nah. Yeah,
1: I don't. I don't follow. A- oh. Elon... I, t- I tend not to follow uh, celebrity.
0: Well, let me tell you something, man. All they do is, like, they just want to... He's just emulating their hate. On one end, he's got this platform that's allowing white supremacists and um, all this hate talk and hate speech to become the norm. Now again, on Twitter, now that he's purchased Twitter. That's his thing. But then on the other hand, he's out there emulating Nick Cannon and making as many babies as he possibly can. Nigga, might as well be a rapper. For real. Is is he making is he making mixed babies? Oh no, he's not making any mixed babies though. Oh okay. that he All isn't right. doing. He's like he's only he's only picking pure European women for him to actually have babies with. If he does ever ever oh, have a mixed baby baby, it would for him it would be like sort of like he would be cowing down to social pressure by having a black child. And of course that would be the one that's neglected. So that's the way it right. is with in that circle Like Mick Jagger has the He's got a black child, the daughter And mm-hmm. she's seen him maybe once or twice in his lifetime And that's one child that he never supported financially Whatever, that's just mm-hmm. the way that it goes You know, so It is yeah. There's a lot of stories out there that are true or not true And, you know, you gotta define whether or not it is So yeah, that's that's crazy. I can't I can't even imagine um knowing that I have a child out
1: there and not, not
0: supporting it, not being in their life and you know what I mean? Like that's that's just crazy. Well, it depends on it depends on the situation, bro. I'll tell you that 'cause I Well, have, true. I true. Have, you know, that's like one of my that's one of my I do have a have a son that I haven't seen much, but it's like there's a different mm-hmm. story, there's a backstory behind that. And it has to do mm-hmm. with cases, you know. Honestly, right. And one of the reasons why I never talk about that is because I feel like it's wrong for me to talk about that, not having talked to him about that. But
1: here's the thing, though. Uh, um, you know, yo, yo fifty thousand a year, as opposed to Elon Musk's fifty million a year. You know what I'm saying Like if you got If you had 50 million a year I'm sure you could make it happen
0: Oh yeah If it's You know what I mean Well you're not if, going if, through If it's what you wanted And you got You're not going through The same types of situations That someone like me Goes through in that situation You right. know In that situation exactly. I have the I have documentation Before anything else And you know And unfortunately I don't want to make this I, I never talk about these things Because I don't like to talk about People who can't defend themselves I feel like it's unfair, right. you know, honestly. Whether or not I've been, whether or not, the truth is, the, tr- the truth of these things are the truth of, it is what it is. But the truth of the matter is, is that when you go into the court system, and everything, the courts have an agenda, and especially like 20 years ago, 15 years ago. Absolutely. They have an agenda, and their Absolutely. agenda is not to make sure that you actually get to raise your own kids. We've been watching that since, you know, uh, what was that movie with James Earl Jones that I always talk about when he was the garbage man with... Uh, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, uh, Claudine.
0: Claudine. You know, it's not these people, and a lot of people in the black community, it's unfortunate, but they look at the social service systems and the court system as being de facto parents. And they're not right. your parents. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't. No. they don't give a fuck about your families. They don't give a fuck about your kids. And everything. If you don't know anything about, if you don't know anything about anything, that you need to know, you know they don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about their own kids. You know, you look at these Republican states. These Republican states are repealing pills. You can't even if you get raped in some of these states. They're actually making the abortion the, the day after pill unavailable to rape victims. Right. So you think they give a fuck about me? You know, I've never. For me, right. I've, I've never had any type of misconceptions or whatever about what this country is and this world that we actually live in is. You can't say anyone that sits around and says that, oh, this country is great or this place is great. You know what I'm saying? You're lying through your fucking teeth because everybody has issues with the place that we live. We all have problems and we all have obstacles dealing with these people that we deal with. There is nothing that is like a hundred percent like great and fine anywhere that you Absolutely. live. It's better than it could be better than other places. It could be worse, but you can't live somebody else's life. You can't. Well, make- that,
1: that was the whole thing with the with the uh, "Make America Great Again" slogan, right? So that 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 slogan just excludes a whole bunch of people. Because so for black people, this place, America, has never been great for black folk. Never. You know what I mean? So, Mediocre. so that, we're automatically excluded from that whole statement, right? You know, I mean, and 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 I'm, I'm saying this on on the grand scale. Of course, one or two will slip through the cracks. You know what I mean? There's, you know, there's a, a percentage of a percentage of a percentage that slipped through the cracks. And for for the, for those black folks, you know, America has been great, but you know, for most of us, it's been yeah. middle into sucky. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Really. So, you know. But it's, you know, it's, but it's where we are, you know what I yeah. mean? So, so we have to, we have to deal with it on, on a level, but I think the, the, the key is to deal with it on your terms Right. and just be understanding of what it is.
0: Right. You have to be able to accept whatever the circumstances are, whatever the, whatever things that you do in your life, you have to be able to walk through them in a way.
1: Right. Cause yeah. what's what's the uh, allow me to uh, wisdom to change the things that I can or whatever right. that that whole that change the things yeah. that I can accept the things that I can't whatever whatever that right. that whole that isn't whole that prayer. like a, isn't that a like an alcoholic's synonymous yeah exactly yeah. it's like a prayer that whole piece
0: like, man it's perfect
1: yeah that's it right there it's perfect yeah, you, that's 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 where
0: that's where America is. You know, this week I was
1: for, for most people.
0: Yeah, this week, like when I was talking about it, I said I said on a talk with a conversation with someone else online, I said like my whole thing is that right now is just avoiding dumb people and avoiding assholes and dumb people because it's like and and <laughs> and enough. I really mean that. No, but I really mean that. Whether it's not a matter of um, a political party, race, um, color, um, money. And everything, it's just mindset Mm -hmm. of dumb shit, which is basically permeating everyone in this country. Everyone thinks that their shit is supposed to be better than it is. And it's exactly what you've actually put into it. And that's where we are. I look at it, and I look at it, it's almost like an ageist war at this point. I see all these people that are our age and older, like really wanting to start a war. And I look at young people, and young people don't really want anything to do with it. They just want to chill and fucking go about their lives. They just want to get jobs, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like all right. these people that have already lived their lives, and have already like you know, we're not supposed to be the ones domi- dominating the streets of Las Vegas right now. That's supposed to be somebody between the under the ages of forty and like you know, 40, twenty and forty at the highest and twenty at the lowest. You know that's supposed to be right. Vegas right now enjoying this country. These people are supposed to be enjoying this country, and what we have is we got a bunch of angry people that are like, "Fuck it, we don't want to give up." So we're gonna get, we're gonna pull out these guns and we're gonna start shooting people, and people are getting shot because you're telling you're telling the weakest ones <laughs> in this country that it's okay to actually shoot people, which is like whack. And the reason why this is happening because right. of stuff like. You know, the NCAA tournament Like, Caitlin Clark played her ass off And everything And I had fun seeing yeah. her going like You know, this in front of people Like, ah shit, you know what I'm saying White girl talking shit You know what I'm saying, out there with a court right. But you wasn't thinking about it like, you know Like, oh look at the white girl talking shit Like, ah, oh, I gotta go get it It's like, oh shit, you know, mm-hmm. she'd do her thing You know what I'm saying, that's what it is That's America America used to root for each other we used to root for each other right. and it was just all about the performance. What's all this extra shit that's being thrown on all this extra sauce? So,
1: and just kind of to circle back since you since you brought it back up the, the uh back NCAA thing. I think that there's a there's a prejudicial piece to it, right? Mm. And the prejudicial piece is that this this white athlete is playing what we would consider to be a black sport. Uh and for her for her to find success for her to find success in, in, in basketball gives her the right to kinda to kinda talk shit. That's and this is just my perception of what like people like uh, Keith Oberman Keith Oberman had a, he had a mouthful to say about it. But uh that's what gives them license to kind of justify her being able to to do the things that she did. And then when somebody black who we expect them to win anyway, right? So when you, when you a black person in playing basketball and you show up a white person, it's not so much that, that you showed them up, but you were expected to win. So because you were expected to win, we expect you to react differently. Than this person who wasn't supposed to win.
0: So they've actually they've actually taken as the as the favorite. They've actually turned it into an underdog story. I get what you're saying because of athleticism and the right. way it is. The way I look at it is honestly like I look at it like you know for to a large extent, white people have given up certain sports. I played basketball against some white boys that could ball. Like back in the days, they could oh, yeah. ball, you know, no because they practiced yeah, so they make it. Ball now. Yeah, because they, they practiced, they played and everything, and they did their thing, mm-hmm. and they weren't worried about anything else and all that other stuff. They They weren't worried about this other stuff. Now, it seems to me like they, like you said... It's like you said that because like they're expected to win, black people are expected to win at the game. So now they've given up on competition, and now they've already decided that the only way they can win is to cheat. That's that's cheesy. That's not even American. That's not the you know. And and another thing, like you know, we <laughs> were talking. Well, it's no, it really isn't because I was I was talking about it the other day, and when I was talking about it the other day. It was, I was talking about in terms of the 80s and how when we did shit in the 80s and the 90s as black people, we won't, like, we're the first black people to, like, wear sneakers on the left side on, like, you know, Broad Street. We're the first right. black people to go into a club. We're the first black people to open up a knitting business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're not really the first black people to do it. We just did shit. You right. know, it was not, we, the, the whole point was there wasn't an emphasis on that because it was all, it was, expect, it was everyone doing, people expected you to do it. Where the anger was coming from was when, say for example, if you're a um, Caucasian person of a certain type of ideology and you want to have a chair built. And you walk mm-hmm. into a store, and when you've heard that the store makes the best chair, and you walk right. into the store, and it happened to be a black proprietor behind the back of the behind the counter that was building the store, that was actually building the mm-hmm. chairs and actually doing it, then the backlash would work backwards because it's already out there; it's already established. People were not trying to stop you just because of the fact that. You know, back in the 90s, that's when those moves were being right. made and everything. Right. But then those people, it's like there was a meeting of those five people that went to each store. That store could have had 100 customers and maybe two of them would have had that ideology. And those two people got together with two more people that went to a burger spot another place then went to a fur spot or a bicycle shop. And they said, you know what, this is getting out of control because the best shop is actually run by somebody of this race. We got to start right. getting together and making this a racial thing. And the numbers still don't bear out. They're never going to bear out equality for black people economically. So there really is no threat. Now you're just being like fucking stupid and mean. And it's the same things like they like they put the laws into place after slavery that put black people back in bondage if you just didn't have a job in the South. Right. You know it's the same types of These parallels are not so different It's like it's the It's so far apart As far as years are concerned But the parallels are not so different So it's like I think kind of What I'm trying to say is that By saying the black First black person to do X, Y, or Z I think that kind of sometimes is a crutch That kind of like holds you back because right. you don't need to fucking count. It doesn't matter whether you're the first one to do something. It matters whether you do whatever it is that you do well.
1: Right. But isn't isn't it ironic, though, that in 2023 there is still the first black person to do blah, blah, blah. Yeah. In 2023. That's still a thing. Yeah. Right? So... You know, I mean, it's... And I, I think this, this is what we have to... This is what we have to realize as as black folks. First of all, the playing field will never be level. Never. And it will never be level because even even if... Even if all we did was buy from one another, right? Let's just say all black folk did was buy goods and services from one another. We're not manufacturing anything. Mm-mm. So everything that, that I get from... So the chicken that I get for City Wings, I get from an Amish from an Amish farm. It's not a black Amish farm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just an Amish farm, right? Mm-hmm. But there is no there is no black farm that I can get chicken from. Even even the nation's farm couldn't supply me enough, right? So you have to be able to you have to be able to supply the, for the demand.
0: Well, here's it. Here's here's the sad part. About that, to just bring it back to all of us being the same at the end of the day. Um, besides the fact from it being a farm, let's not say it's a farm. Let's say it's a uh, textile mill. It's not a white mm-hmm. textile mill in the United States either. Or there's not enough of right. them to support white people, or black people, or any business. True. For that matter. True indeed. So in that way, what y'all need to realize is that you've been rocked asleep. You've been rocked asleep, bro. You're not none mm-hmm. of this none of this stuff is coming back to you. They control your means of production. They control the means of production, they control everything. So you, it's just a matter of picking and choosing. So how could you imagine that this country is not moving in a fascist direction? When you have Tennessee lawmakers kicking out duly elected officials because they agree that um, there should be a conversation about gun reform in the United States of America. And now that what they're doing is they try to silence you on these things by kicking you out completely and totally. They're going to shut you down completely and totally if they can't agree Mm -hmm. with you. and That is the opposite of what... A constitution is. They're going to loosen up these gun laws so that in a state like North Carolina, a state like Georgia, you can carry a gun on your hip, and there's no permit required whatsoever. Hmm. Whatsoever. Yeah, Mich- Michigan is an open carry state. And you don't need it. Do you need any licensing? No. You need it. You need a.
1: You need a CPL to carry concealed. Okay. But if you just open
0: carry, that's perfectly legal. That's perfectly legal. And this is what, Mm -hmm. and this is what caused this guy. You know, the government of Texas, um, Abbott. They just got had that ruling where the man, where the man, here where the man got killed. (laughs) I forgot all about that. That's back in the days. But um, yeah, I don't know that about that. But um, listen, they had this guy. He just um, got convicted for killing the BLM protester who was open carrying in Texas. And he had written mm-hmm. on, his, um, on his Facebook or his Twitter, they're protesting outside of my house, I might just go kill a motherfucker today, some shit like that. Right. And he goes and turns into a crowd when he shouldn't have turned into a crowd, and he ends up shooting somebody who's a protester. And now the government of, and he gets uh, convicted, and the governor of Texas is saying that he's going to pardon him. Already, hmm. that's not the justice system working. People don't understand that you can't no. have. This is like when we what we just talked about in the beginning of the of this show about failure. When you have failure, when you have a that is a that is a conscience. It is a um, what is it a a a skipping of consciousness of. Of doing the right thing, even if it's momentary, if it's a momentary lapse and everything, but that momentary lapse can be life defining. And that man made that decision at that point in time to murder somebody, to act upon mm-hmm. his emotions and his feelings. So now you're telling the rest of the country that it's okay to act upon your emotions and your feelings. You feel you might right. get shot. You feel that this black man is carrying a gun. And because he's got a gun and it's not pointing at you, he may decide he's going to point it at you. So now I can kill him. This white man is carrying a gun. And you see, it's only incendiary when you say this white man is carrying a gun. And I'm thinking to myself that he may point it at me and kill me. So I shoot him and I kill him. I'm going to jail. Mm-hmm. No question. This man is not going to jail, and his peers made the decision. These are decisions that this is this is not this is beyond politics. It's really beyond politics. It's a decision between that the people have made collectively. And it's a it's a white guy, it's a white serviceman who shot another white serviceman. It's two Americans. Mm-hmm. Caught up in this yeah. shit. I mean, look, this country, man,
1: we're we're in a we're in a bad we're in a bad way because we we've taught people that everything is alright, whatever you do whatever, and you can do whatever you want to do and it's alright right? right? Mm-hmm. We, will, we will make accommodations for anything that you want us to make an accommodation for that's, that's what this country has taught us mm-hmm. now we understand that the justice system is only going to protect certain people mm-hmm. and, th- and those people are typically of a, of a certain financial status uh, persuasion mm-hmm. something Mm-hmm. They, they they somehow they gotta somehow they got an ace up their sleeve, whatever that ace is. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> but when when you've taught everybody that they can do whatever they want to do and it's just all right, a lot of people are gonna suffer based on that that feeling that they can that they are are allowed to do whatever they want to do.
0: Yes, because when you tell because everything is a trigger now, telling right. them no, saying no to them is a trigger. Yes, sir. And that could cause them to actually use a different type of trigger. And, and you know, what's, you know what I think? If we didn't have these words just
1: out there for people to be able to use, like trigger, mm. you know, like if we didn't say those things as much and people just didn't have the language to make them to, make them, to like kind of explain it away, maybe right. they wouldn't <laughs> act on these things. You know what I mean? Maybe, right. maybe it would be less. Maybe it would be like, well, you know, I don't, I don't really know what, I, what I, I feel, so maybe I should just stand down
0: and try to figure that shit out. Well, But, oh, no, I'm triggered. Bow. Right. Well, you know what, Grant? You taught me something over the course of the show with your, with your 85s going to 85. Because I really understand now that 85% of the population, not only are they going to just go with the flow, but they're also mm-hmm. being taught by the system with relative ease. They're maintained and they're right. moved with relative ease. So all of these things that we wish for, that we hope for, and everything, they can only come from those people who make those messages. And they're not going to give up those. Me- they're not going. That's not what they're doing. Obviously, this is what they want. Because this is the message that are out there. It's obviously profitable for them. And at the end of the day, when all this stuff is over and you know, if you have whether you have bodies laying in the street or you have people walking up and down the street, those people are still going to be behind their gates. Protected. Mm-hmm. It's very rare when some of them actually get in get are affected. And it's it's at a higher level than people think. Than they can even imagine or fathom That shooting today that happened In Kentucky Touched the governor Because one of the people that died Was his close friend Okay But Mm -hmm. he's a bank president in Alabama How much money is he really In control over In Alabama It's more of a ceremonial thing The power comes with Mm -hmm. Being able to move the people Socially, that's why it's important socially that these that these people have these mindsets like we talk about, like you and I. We grew up different. We grew up with a with a pride in who we are as black men. We never we never right. imagined that we were less than any any other individual. But these people that grow up in these other in these other areas, you have. People, You have black people that actually feel like they are inferior. They have been indoctrinated into this inferior already mm-hmm. thing. And a lot of it is basically they do it, you know, they, it's not just a feeling. It's actually acted upon. They've seen right. their relatives railroaded. They've had their property stolen from them. They've not been able to get the redress for things that have happened to them in the legal system that other people have been able to um, have. You know, when people say that slavery has been over for all these years, what's the matter with all these? You never hear that anymore because everyone knows that up until those up until very recently, if you could say once again, after the Civil Rights Act was passed, if you could even say that litigation was actually that they actually automatically changed that day, and they said, "Okay, now we're gonna be, we're gonna do the right thing by any black landowner who comes over here and has his case Street and everything." No, these things still take time. We're talking about within our right. lifetimes, within our lifetimes. Right. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you a
1: story. So, my 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 mentor is a white cat, Dave. Dave, Dave. is an awesome dude. Right. Okay. So one time Dave Dave is in he's in Detroit and he wants to go look around at some properties. So we hop in his escalade and I'm driving and we uh this is probably like two thousand two thousand nine, something like that. Okay. So we hop in the escalade and we and we riding around the city. I'm showing him some choice spots and he decides that he wants to go to Gross Point. Gross Point is an affluent kind of area mm-hmm. just outside Detroit. It's on the east side. Mm-hmm. So we're going down. We're going down this street, uh, Warren, and the, the. I think the dividing line is alter. It's called Alter Road. Okay. So when we cross over Alter Road into Gross Point, it's almost as if there was a curtain of like gloom <laughs> that stopped at Alter Road, and when we when we went through Alter Road, like. It was,
0: ah, oh, uh-huh. you know what I mean. Like, it was right. like that.
1: So, okay, right, yeah. So, so, so we said we go somewhere and we sitting down to have something to eat and we talking. And Dave was like, you know, and he said, "What's crazy is the people on this side of of Alter Road could never imagine living like the people on the other side of Alter Road." Right. And right. he said, "But the people on the other side of Alter Road could never imagine living like these people on this side of Alter Road." That's correct. That's correct. That that was that was some mind blowing shit to me. Like I can't imagine not even having the the wherewithal to strive to be right. something better. Right? right? You, you see what I'm saying? I mean, even if I don't make it, even if I don't make it, the effort was there.
0: Right. These people, these people, these days, that they, 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 the effort is not even there. They don't have the hope. They don't have. They don't believe. Yeah. They don't have the belief, you right. know. I've been I've right. been dealing with that with that whole thing with like you know what are you worried about? What are you worried about? What I'm doing? Type of individuals, and you know, really the thing is like you need to go out and get your own shit going, get your own thing going. It's really not hard. I don't understand. Like I can understand. Like this guy, um, he. This uh, this guy who like did the shooting today and everything, like mm-hmm. he had his whole life ahead of himself. All he yeah, had he's to do 25. Was, yeah, all he had to do is pick up pick up and say like you know what I made a mistake here, but maybe I can go and I can do something different. You know he should have moped around his house and his drawers for a couple of days and went and slept with some loose women who didn't love him. There's plenty of things that you that can do to helps. actually kill time, right? Yeah, it does, right. you know. It does. Yeah, you yeah. know. These are these are mitzvahs. These are parts of a society that, like, we lose. You know, somebody could say, "Oh, that's wrong." No, that's right. That's people. That's two people comforting each other, in being young and doing what people. Since when are we legislating? Since what are we legislating feelings, and legislating? You know, we're legislating abilities for people to. I just, I just well, want to avoid dumb people, man.
1: You're the legislation of feelings has been going on for a little while, though. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you're you're not allowed to to dislike someone. You're not allowed to to talk, you know, negatively about someone in a public space. That's not true.
0: You know what I mean? They're, I well, do it all the time and look at people. I yeah, dare I to do, say I to it.
1: But I dare to say but, something, but <laughs> there there could be consequences and repercussions. So like I'm, when I'm when I'm at work, like you might laugh. I can't say I can't say everything. Right, I can't laugh at somebody. I can't. You know what I mean? Like you never know who might be offended by, and and understand that your offense is just something that you feel. That doesn't make it real. Right. Right. It doesn't just because you feel offended doesn't mean that I actually offended you. Right. Right. It's just, you know, your perception of it. I mean, if I say something and I think it's funny and you take offense to it, who's to say that I'm wrong and you're right. Right. Why can't it
0: just be funny? Just Why does it that have pushing. to be offensive? Just keep it pushing. Yeah. Just, keep. But, it. you know, we're, you know, uh, we're we're going to we're in a war right now. We're in a serious war right now of for people's minds. And thought processes. Either you want to be a bitch or you want to live. That's like basically right. it. Those are your two choices. You can take what somebody gives you. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's going to judge you for taking Well, actually, we are going to judge you, but you ain't going to hear it because you're going to be behind behind closed doors somewhere. You're not going to be out. You know what I'm saying? but Yeah, we're going to judge you. You know what I'm saying? But you can be right. a bitch if you want to be a bitch. Life is not... Life is like... These things are... We do... <sighs> Man. Right. But now...
1: <laughs> but see, now... The problem is that now... That's, that speech that was behind closed doors... When me and you might go... You know, we might see something... And then get back to the crib... And start talking shit about it. Mm-hmm. Now... That shit talking that used to just be between me and you... Is now on Twitter... And it's between me and the, you know, 100 people that I know.
0: Don't nobody and, care?
1: You know, and then there are 100 people see it. And then, you know, they're, so
0: so it's multiplied. I see. I find, I find Twitter and these, these places to be, like, quite interesting. Because, like, people come up and they make statements and they're basically saying, I disagree with you. Prove me wrong. And my answer to that most of the time is basically not to answer because I don't know you and I don't need to prove anything to you. Go about your fucking day. (laughs) Go about your day. Like if you're if you're waiting, it's like if that's how you win by like, you know, well, I'm offended by that and prove to me why. And like, I want you to apologize to me. I want you to assuage my feelings. I want you to rub my titties, my metaphorical titties. And make right. me feel better and everything. And I can't I can't rub your metaphorical titties. I can't. Because right. it's like there's there's only there's only listen, if truth triggers you, I have always been the wrong person for you. And you know that too, Grant. You know that yeah, true. Absolutely. Because it's like absolutely. I say rude I say a lot of rude stuff. I've said a lot of rude stuff in my life. But yeah, you would have to say honestly, if you were on the scale, about ninety eight percent of it was true, right? I I go there. Okay, it's just I like go there. maybe you don't want to hear it and everything, but it's fucking true. So why I, I don't understand the truth? It's like we are we are in a reality challenged society. In civilization, a reality-challenged civilization, and it's got to stop because the only thing that they do that is actually real is go out and shoot people. I went. So, I don't want to work any place. I don't want to work in an office right now. I'm telling right. you that right now. I, I don't. I, don't would argue,
1: I would argue. I would argue. that the, the thing that's missing is knowledge. Right. I, I think pe- people have a lot of information, but people don't have a lot of knowledge. You know what I mean? Like in, in terms of really understanding what things mean, you know, there, there's a lot of information that passes by on a daily basis. If you if you on you you know, if you are on socials and you, your your feed is constantly moving, that's just information that's coming in, coming in, coming in. And you're not really you're not really doing anything with it. It's just more and more It it becomes clutter It's useless At some point Right But That 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 Knowledge Wisdom Understanding piece Is infinite The information is cool The wisdom Is the The ability to understand What you heard Right Or what you read Or whatever I think The the, understanding Is being able to regurgitate it
0: I think the wisdom Is to Is to understand What you just heard And really understand That you're Pretty much powerless to do anything about that Or to recognize What things you have power to actually Change And the things that you don't have the power to change And not to take the rest of the stuff to heart I can sit here and I can talk about Someone going into a bank and shooting like a bank manager and everything. But let's be honest, 50% of the... You know, I wouldn't say 50%, but there's a small population of people that are saying, like, good. That's what should happen to a bank president today. Right. They took my fucking house. Right? There are people that are sitting there saying that. I'm not saying it's right, but they're saying it. You know, the problem with today is that the fact that I would say that truth... I'm the one with the problem. I'm not necessarily feeling that way, but I'm acknowledging that there are people that do feel that way. So you'd rather sweep those people underneath a rug. And what that does is that allows for all those potential copycats to run around fucking free without you ever looking into them. Because the motherfuckers that say, that's a good thing that those people got killed, it's a very strong possibility they may out, may be the ones to go out there and try to do the same thing right. in a neighborhood right. near you, but mm-hmm. because you're so busy trying to make it not be true, somebody else gonna get shot. Right, and
1: but there, there's circling back emotional maturity, right? Every every piece of information that you get is not important. Mm. So so you shouldn't react to everything. You know, if 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 your feelings are just on you know what I mean? Like if your if your sensibilities are so sensitive that everything offends you mm. you are the problem. You're it's problem. not it's not everything else. You know
0: what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I and and, and, and I I agree with that 100%. That's like sort of like what I was reading online this weekend. When I looked at it, I was like, you know what? I was like, should I be offended by this? Because I'm like, you know what? It's not really my fight. You know, honestly, it's like that story being told incorrectly. It's not my fight. Right. You know, so why should I be offended with it? You know what I'm saying? I know what happened. You know what happened. Everyone else knows what happened. Mm-hmm. Everyone that was actually there knows what happened. And then on the other hand, if like if this person is popping up their career based upon telling these to, to telling this tale, then you know who is it really hurting? At the end of the day, do I really care? Right. Do you care? Are you supposed to care? You know. So well, you, that's the
1: thing, though. Like people, people want you to care about everything. Right. They want you to care about everything. Everything that comes across their feed and your feed, everybody wants you to care about it. That they care about,
0: yeah, right. That they because people people like people who think the way that they think. Well, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not mad at I'm not yeah, mad at people who are like that, unless you go out you know, and you're talking about shooting people, and that's exactly what's happening. It's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it always is <laughs> It always is <laughs> Yeah Like yo Just saying It's gonna be It's yeah, gonna be it what always it is, is It's gonna be what it is man It's gonna be yay You know So all we can do is get prepared Anyway Yeah You know Great Lancaster, running late. You have any last words you'd like to say before we sign off about this topic? Before we say in, no, nah.
1: nah. You know, I'm, I just, I just wish people the best, man. Um, I recognize that there's a lot of unhappy people for whatever reason. You know, the effects of this pandemic, which are still yet to be really um, revealed themselves and be understood and. You know, I think I just want people to be happy, man. And it's it's hard for people to be happy in these days and times. Really? For various reasons.
0: And that's the truth. Yeah. And it's the truth. And it's like it's not a it's not a black thing, it's not a white thing, it's not an economic thing, it's not a male thing, it's not a female thing or a gender thing or a race thing or a vegetarian thing or whatever it is. It's just like if I don't like you, it's just because I simply don't like you. Right. See you thought I was going someplace else with that. Like it was okay. Like I was going to say the opposite. (laughs) I could like you for a number of different reasons that have nothing to do with all of those things. Trust me, I'll find a way. From Detroit, Michigan, my brother. (laughs) owner of City Wings <laughs> <laughs>
1: 2896 West Graham Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan come down and get you some. come
0: get you some, Mr. Grant Lancaster and of course, yes, I'm sir. your host John X, just having a good time this week, Mr. Robert Brooks Mr. Gene Hopkins, big shout out to you brothers out there in the world born in yes, trouble, sir. we'll be back again next week, peace 5,000